are surrounding yourself with people that are thinking so big that you've never thought that before. So when you talk about personal development, yes, I mean it, growth is growth is sometimes uncomfortable. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> growth can be growth can and be, awkward. Yes, growth can be can be painful. Even, yes, even when you look back at some mistakes that you made. Yes. And, you know, things that you used to. And I, I remember seeing something a while ago. They said, you know, it's funny when you show, sometimes you show people old photographs mm-hmm. of themselves. They only see how they were and the mistakes that they were making yeah. at them. And it's painful for them to even look at old photographs. Yeah. Not necessarily how they look physically, but just they yes. remember that time in their oh, life. Yeah. And they're like, I was thinking like this and mm-hmm. I was doing like this. So when you, are you past that? When you look back, when you think back to how you are to to how you were to how you are now yes is it easier to be okay with the fact that that old part of you is gone absolutely because uh even before this business i always kind of had that mindset of everything that you kind of go through you have to go through Mm -hmm. because it is going to lead you to where you need to be is that you know everything has a purpose everything that you're going through all the hardship like right now when i look back on my my career and my jobs and things like that i think about all the 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 jobs that I didn't like and the the parts of it that I never liked. But I I think that that's the stuff that I had to gather up so that I could be the person that I am today for my team and for myself in this business. Every, I take away something from everything. And I think that's the problem is that, you know, a lot of people look at their current situation and they just absolutely hate it. But they're not looking at the lessons that they could right. be learning in the in the meantime, and they're not seeing the bigger picture of where that particular situation is going to take them and how they're going to utilize what they're learning in the future. You know, but for me, I always knew that th- that it was like brick by brick. You know, that this was building to something else. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Now, when you talked about, you said I noticed you referenced your team again. Yeah. There are those people that they may want to get started. Say they got a little twinge of entrepreneurship or want to do some but they're scared because they don't feel like they have guidance Mm -hmm. so you know part of what you offer and part of what limelight does and particularly you being going to be their sponsor their upline is that you would be able to walk them through baby steps of growth so they don't have to feel intimidated like they have to run some multi-million dollar business right no no not not at all (laughs) i mean everybody kind of has to start somewhere and i think part of uh absolutely my job is just to be able to like give you the resources yeah that's cool mm-hmm. so there's no need for i'm just thinking about the viewer here that yes. they might feel intimidated that they come in kind of late and that say you have teammates that's been with you for a year or something like that and yeah they feel like they're behind or they're not at all you know it's it's it is a constant um constant circle of yeah. of circle of life it's just it literally people just join every day and you know we we all start um at the same place but people end up in very different places i mean you know and and it's i think what's important about this because i have people that have joined after me that have surpassed me in the company and that's okay i'm okay with that i just want to let people know i'm okay with that please come in the company and surpass me i would love that that actually is a testament really to not only the person but maybe to my leadership and my coaching right i mean if you can come into the company and surpass me like please do and and people have many people have actually and I'm I'm so happy. I am like the biggest cheerleader for people's success. I do, there's no 
Um, I think one of my roles with the company, not only as a beauty guide, but I actually have a role of being an ambassador with Limelight by Alcone. And basically, um, out of the whole entire company, there are only 10 of us that are ambassadors. Wow. Yeah. And I am so proud to be one. And what that really means is that we're ambassadors of culture. Mm -hmm. And I think culture in a business is so important. It really lays the foundation work for future people that come into the company and really saying hey we're a collaborative culture we're not competitive because yeah. a lot of other businesses are very competitive but for me this is in this is in line with my my philosophy outside of this business yeah. before when i was a makeup artist makeup artistry is a very competitive industry as you know no it's it's like people are just stabbing each other in the back left and right they're they're keeping opportunities from each other because they're afraid that they're going to lose out on business or jobs i've never been that type of person in fact i was the type of person that loved meeting other makeup artists and friending them and yeah. and really kind of talking business with them because who knows your business more than your peers yeah. right but everybody like some people look at their peers as competition and they don't want to like lend each other secrets or give each other business when in reality you're gaining so much more when you are actually working together and i don't think people grasp that yet but that's the culture of our company i can't speak for other companies but we love to help each other not kill each other <laughs> so. I, you know you, you mentioned the word competition yes i, I used to be um People that follow me on social media, mm -hmm. you know, Facebook and all that. I would get all these questions all the time because people knew what I did. I, you know, I'm a magician, I'm a speaker, and they would want me to post more videos of me performing. Sure. And I was guarded about that up until really about the last year because I didn't I didn't necessarily want to give ideas to other people. Sure. But I learned that when it if you if your nose is really down yes. right, and you're really focused and you're operating at a certain level mm -hmm. and you're willing to put in the work there really isn't any competition because most people are just, they're just not going to work hard no or they're going to work hard to a point yeah and then they're going to come up with an excuse on why they're not working hard sure. so when i kind of realized that i was like you know what i don't i don't have anything really to be guarded about because there I mean not to mention Everybody has their own individual personality. Everybody has their own way that they want to do things. So how you do things or how you operate yeah. or how you deliver a message is going to be completely different than somebody else. Absolutely. So you're really not in competition anyway. No. You know, and how <laughs> yeah. I perform a magic trick per se yes. versus somebody else, they can't do what I do because they're not me. Exactly. Right? So it's like exactly. this, this fear of not taking steps, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to do because there really isn't any competition. Mm -mm. I mean, if, if you look at the top people in any industry yes. right they don't feel like they're competing with each other not necessarily there's no need for there's no need to do that no not if you're staying in your own lane and you're focusing on your own business i mean this is right? really it's, it's, <laughs> there's, so you know it's 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 cool to hear that because you know <laughs> one thing that men mm -hmm. in the business world hear mm -hmm. about um Oh, we gotta be careful here. How can we say this? <laughs> One thing that men hear is that you know, um, when we hear other women talk about they, it's harder for them to be around other women because of competitiveness, sure, cattiness, natural cattiness, <laughs> and judgments. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. So I, it sounds like I'll you're, say it. It's okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> so, so it sounds like you're saying that 
isn't the culture. That's not the attitude. That's no, not the atmosphere no. of what you try to foster with your team. Absolutely is. not. What, and I think that's I think that's good. So you really encourage them to say, "Hey, help each other, be supportive. Oh yeah, build each other up. Oh absolutely, you know? yes. I mean, it's a very. I mean, I think in general, people tend to be competitive. You know, there's yeah. there are some people that are naturally competitive, and then others that are naturally definitely not. I'm one of those people. I'm just not one of those people that has to win all the time and and has to get to the place first like yeah. i'm just not i'm the type of person i'm like i will get there yeah. i i'm just gonna go on my own time you know <laughs> and and that's okay too it's it's kind of nice to have a balance of both <laughs> but i think in this industry you know um too it's very easy because we kind of break off into like our own teams and we have um as far as like corporate goes there are certain legs that are direct to corporate so currently in our company we have three direct to corporate legs it could be so easy to to go against each other right mm -hmm. but that is like i said that is not the environment that we like to cultivate we want to make sure that everybody understands we're cheering for each other yeah. we're regardless of what leg you're on regardless of what team you're on we love each other that's that's what we had to teach people that came in from like we had a big surge from another company that unfortunately was kind of the opposite the way that their culture was and it was it was definitely one of those moments where we had to say no like that's not how things roll over here we we actually embrace each other we help each other out we cheer each other on we want the best for each other so that was a, a bit of a learning curve for some people yeah. and it's it is a different environment when you come into when you've basically come into an environment of something that's opposite of what you've experienced in your whole entire life of course it's going to be a bit jarring you know that you're like are people serious about this or like are they sincere about helping me and wanting me to grow and be the best and be successful they're not trying to stab me in the back i mean that is a shock to some people that's <laughs> wow. sad to me but that is a that is the reality of of people's mentalities when they when they go into business and that's unfortunate because like you were saying, sometimes you were apprehensive about sharing, you know, your tricks and stuff because you didn't want to give other people your idea. But I think the number one thing to remember is that there's only one you. Right. And and really exactly. the way that you deliver something is is totally different and will appeal to your audience. That's yes. gonna appeal to the people that you're gonna appeal to. Right. It's not gonna appeal to the person that you just taught your stuff, yeah. you know? And so that was another thing that I had to learn along the way was, you know, I think to myself, if I just sat at home and said, Gosh, there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of YouTubers out there that are teaching the very thing that that I, I'm teaching every day on my um, Facebook feed. But if I had that attitude, I would go nowhere, right? Yeah. There are people that want to learn from me. I've had people that have come to me and said, I like learning from you because you have a way about you in your teaching that I'm not annoyed. <laughs> I'm not, you know, it doesn't feel like, I'm, I'm getting schooled like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And and so my touch is different than somebody else's, but I'm not for everybody, and I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, when you detach yourself from, from the outcome of certain things, you just don't care, you yeah. know? It's just like, you just go out and do what you have to do for the people that want to learn from you, that want to, to learn and be around you, and that's okay. Yeah. Now, you talked about Facebook. You have... 
uh, powering, very powering presence on Facebook. Thank and, you. And, and social media with what you do. So what tips or just talking about, you know, what have you learned using Facebook that you would share with the audience as far as oh, just in just general business? Yeah, what, so what, much. What, what, what have you learned with Facebook <laughs> and using oh. social media to help push your brand? I think that it's such an important thing to overlook because there are so many, so many people out there that are afraid of Facebook. They're afraid of going live. They are terrified of it. But I have to say my business, my branding, everything took it went to a whole nother level when yeah. I started looking at my Facebook page strategically. And yeah. that's kind of how you have to look at it. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, I mean, there are people that use Facebook as a way of um, complaining about their life. <laughs> <laughs> Those are generally not very wise business people or they're not yeah. in business anyways. But if you really take a look at some of the most successful people and how they utilize social media in general, but Facebook specifically, um, there's a rule. There's an 80-20 rule. You want to share enough about your own personal life that you're, you are attracting people that are that want to know that kind of stuff. Yes. And then you kind of slip in the business, right? And right. then you kind of uh, use that. You don't want it to all be business because then you're just going to be one big walking Commercial. advertisement and people are yeah. going to be completely turned off to that. Um, I think um, for me, the big learning lesson was just adding value to people, you yeah. know? So for me, it's very easy for me to go on Facebook and do a live about makeup because that is what I know. That's my specialty. And I love teaching people about it. So it's, I got over that fear very quickly. My fear of going live was very real. It was like the shaking, the puking, like I really felt physically ill before pressing that go live button. It was a very big hurdle for me, yeah. but it was baby steps. I started out going live on Periscope. If you are familiar with Periscope, it's a, are you familiar? Yeah. yeah. I started on Periscope because I was like, okay, I, I can start somewhere where nobody knows me, you know, because nobody that I Really? New on Facebook was on Periscope. So I just started on fa on Periscope and I'm like, I'm just going to slowly go live and try to get over like my fear of going live and interacting with people live. Yeah. Um, so I started there and then, you know, um, people started to ask me, like my clients started to have questions for me. They were like, how do I use this brush? How do I use this eyeshadow? How do I use this lip product? And instead of doing individual videos for each client yeah it didn't make a whole lot of sense so so you, you know, leverage technology and time so and i use i'll do, do like a yes, tutorial yeah that will answer five yes. questions right <laughs> then and, i could just tag people in the lives <laughs> in the videos yeah. and it was so much easier but then i i found that i was adding a lot more value to a whole bigger audience than just my my actual customers and clients like this was like being able like anybody can see my videos at, at first they were not public but then yeah. i got over that got over myself and then i i have all of my videos public so anybody can see them and because of that i feel like that has grown my brand my visibility my i feel now, like it's if, really now, i'm gonna ask you this helped. question if the, there are people that because I'll admit that I'm, I'm one of those people. Which one? I'm one the... of those people that I don't I don't really do the Facebook Live. Okay. Okay. And I'll tell you, you why. You so should. I want to tell you why. Yeah. Because it's like, maybe it's ego. Maybe. Yeah. It's like, I would hate to see me go live. Okay. 
and one person watches, and then that count goes from one to zero. Okay. So I've I've had that happen. Right? <laughs> have you really? I think I have. Because every time that I see yes. that you go live, it's like you got like you know twelve or twenty mm. or something like that that's watching. So I, I wouldn't imagine. Okay, you know, but. Okay, this is where I want you to see the bigger picture. Okay, bigger because picture. Because... Bigger picture now, bigger picture. Yes, bigger picture. Okay. A lot of times, unless you schedule your lives, like let's say you can utilize lives as, hey everybody, I'm going to come on at 8 o'clock this night. Let people know ahead of time. Yeah. My lives are not like that. I just, whenever I'm feeling like it, I just pop on and I just do my thing. And that doesn't really give a whole lot of people notice that you're going to be on. So I am, every time I'm doing that, I'm risking having zero viewers, right? But I'm like, I can't think like that. I'm thinking bigger picture. Okay. I'm thinking... I'm gonna put the video out there and it's people are gonna view it when they view it, right? Because when you look at, when you make your video and then you see how many views it's gotten, that's when you just get over that. Like okay. the whole, like, maybe I won't have anybody join me. It's okay, you will later. That's They'll when watch you, it later. Yeah, and almost, why don't you just go on um, with the intention of your replayers, not so much your live audience. Like yeah. you can, of course, interact if you have them, but don't go into it thinking, I'm gonna have like 50 viewers interacting with me, this is gonna be great, yeah. because honestly, it's distracting. Is it? Yes, like I sometimes, I like welcoming people interacting with me, and that's when I'll ask questions like, what are you guys up to today? What are you doing? Do you have plans? What do you guys think I should put on my lips? I'll ask when I want that interaction, but generally, if someone just spouting off question after question like i'm i'm doing my makeup like i can't really do you know see that and then do my makeup because that's gonna that's gonna put me off focus gotcha. so instead of thinking that you're gonna have zero viewers just do your thing and then let let's and let then, it replay and then yeah and then rely on people to watch the replay because honestly that's where the follow-up is right is yeah. like you know um i might have 10 people on with me at one time but then later on i'll see good i got 300 views somebody's yeah. watching you know gotcha okay yeah. so let's give uh let's do can you you got five quick five five quick quick. <laughs> quick makeup tips that you can give this to general viewer five quick things sure um this is gonna like most of it is probably gonna be not as specific but i do think with for your makeup prepping your skin is extremely important so i kind of um i kind of relay it to uh relate it to painting like if you're not putting down like if you're not sanding the thing and then oh, putting okay. down the paint it's not going to look that great. The same thing kind of goes with makeup. You know, if you're not moisturizing, if you're not exfoliating your skin, um, then your makeup is just not going to lay the way that it should be. So that's tip number one is prepping your skin. Um, step number two is the actual tools that you're using. So I know that there are people out there that like to use their fingertips or they're using um, those sponge tip applicators that kind of come with, you know, packaged with these um, drugstore brands and sometimes higher end brands. But honestly, using brushes, using sponges, they make so much difference um, in the way that your makeup goes on and how it stays. Um, that's tip number two. Number three is the actual product itself. So if you are using products that are not highly pigmented, that um, are not great quality, guess what? They're not gonna perform as well. So finding those higher quality products is so paramount because they're gonna work better for you and you're gonna work um, less hard for it. So 
(laughs) So that's tip number three. Um, Tip number four is going to be a little bit more makeup related. So we have a product that um, I have on my lips currently. It's called Enduring Lip Color. These are long lasting matte lipsticks. And I think a lot of people struggle with how how to keep your lipstick on all day. Um, But this is a great product because I literally just put it on. Um, The key to this product is using it on moisturized lips, but not keeping the moisture on your lips. So if I were to add, um, let's say, a lip gloss on top of this, it's going to change the formula and it's not going to last very long. So I think it's key to kind of keep your lips moisturized, but take the moisture off before applying this product and it should last you Sometimes it's lasted me 12 plus hours with only one touch up. So um, that's very product specific. The other tip that I have for you guys, I know a lot of you ladies out there struggle with um, wanting your lips to look more um, fuller. So my tip with that is that you take a lip gloss that um, is either the same tone or maybe just a little bit lighter and just applying a little bit in the bottom Um, middle part of your lip and then pressing your lips together and that is going to instantly plump up your lips. Okay. Yeah. Or you can get the injections and just... (laughs) Yeah, I don't... I haven't gone there yet. (laughs) I don't knock it. I haven't gone there myself. It seems like a lot of... There's been some celebs that's been doing the whole lip injection. Oh, there are a lot of celebrities that do lip injections. Yeah, what's that? What's... I don't know. I'm not knocking it. I just saw somebody on Instagram. I'm not going to say her name. Okay. I saw somebody on Instagram, a celebrity. Okay. And it was like, last week she literally looked one way. Oh, gosh. See, it does transform your face. (laughs) And and she just posted a video and I was looking at it and I was like, yeah. she had lip injection, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. So we're going to wrap up three business yes. tips um, that you would give just a general, either a general business person or uh, someone starting their own business. Three business tips that you that you have found to be helpful Yes. what you've learned. So I've already touched on a couple of these. Yeah. I think the consistency is very important. Just to show up every day regardless of how you're feeling is, is very important. The other one is perseverance yeah. um, and that that whole roller coaster ride that we're talking about um, that is not just life it's business um, you got to stay on it you got to stay on it because I promise you um, if you stay on it you will reap the rewards of your business and what you're putting into it